0: People teaching me about shit, so now I try to do the same thing, so I'll be like, yo Spencer, Trader Joe's got this exotic new spice you're gonna love called mayonnaise. Yo Kayla, they got this new fad you're gonna enjoy called snow sports. Yo check out this new label, they got this great music you're gonna, you're gonna love called NPR. Uh, I, I shit on white people, but I think y'all just want a culture, uh, and I get that, and that's why you all pin your hopes on 23andMe. <laughs> uh, and if you don't know what it is, I'll fill you in. 23andMe is a bullshit lottery game that only white people play so they can become a minority without working for it. That's the prize. Because you don't see Asian people be Asian people being like, I hope I'm 8% Cherokee or some shit like that. There's no ambiguity with us, you know? We can trace our lineage all the way back up to Genghis Khan. <laughs> Fucked a lot of people, y'all. Uh, But, you know, Becky and Chad aren't doing 23andMe so they can, like, uh, confirm their Anglo-Saxon heritage. No, you're doing it in the 1% chance that you're something cool and interesting. Because apparently, being white isn't good enough. Now you got to gentrify being a minority, too. Here are the rankings, though. I figured it out. Like, uh, best case, you end up a little bit... Uh, black, because then you get to make other white people feel bad. That's the best thing. Uh, a little bit below that, brown, because then you get to get into college. Worst case, pure white. That is cocaine white, as in you're still privileged enough to afford cocaine. A <laughs> little bit above that, Jewish. <laughs> uh, that's all I want to do today. Thanks, y'all.
1: Lethal call, everyone. Yay!
2: comments those were some really good jokes. Um I that line, gentrify being a minority, I think that's a bigger idea. Yeah. I think that needs to stand on its own. Yeah. Um and yeah, come somewhere else, maybe with um talking about, yeah. We we want to gentrify everything. Could even be a tie to turmeric at whatever right. Starbucks. Um Yeah, whatever. You're gentrifying my native um, my, my people's Oh, God, I'm not good at this. You know what I mean.
1: I thought it was super funny that you were shitting on India and you're Indian. Like, that, I was like, I've never heard anybody do that before. Be like, I'm from San Jose, fuck it. Like, I'm not not teaching me about India. That was, I I really liked that twist. I thought it was really funny. It played into my own uh, racism. (laughs) But I do love samosas are my desert island food. They are. That's what I would eat forever. The Punjab kind.
3: (laughs) Uh, I think you should just hit them with tags like when it comes to that fucking um, the white people bring into your attention all this Indian shit just do like a million dude just like until their ears bleed it's so funny like you 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 could just keep there's so many things like I've heard you do different ones I think you said like yoga one time there's so many fucking things these white girls are fucking crazy there's so many fucking things so many things it's hilarious Um, and like Pam said shitting on India great dude keep it up Doing Lord's work, you know. All right. <laughs> no, I think that was very funny. It's just, it's just really um, funny a, when you're flip, like, I went there know? and I
1: hated it. Like, why would you? I just think that's so funny because everyone goes on their pilgrimage to go like to India and and it's and you're just like, why would you want to step over homeless people? Come on.
4: Uh, Tuesday's like, uh, like uh, you can't. Like I can't shit on it because you're shitting. I can't shit on India more than like Indians are already people. in... You know they shit in the street. That's the yeah. that's a stereotype. Yeah, something like that. You'll
5: figure it out.
1: But that's where the tenderloin works so well. That whole. Like, you could even turn that into a whole separate joke where you think you were talking about India, but really you're talking about the tenderloin. Like, you could be like, you have to walk over questionably housed people and there's shit in the street and they're burning things and there's, you know, like, make it... And then say, it's the tenderloin. And people will think that it would be a fun, like, reversal.
3: If you're going to
0: India to expand on that, like, if you're going to India, you're like, you're like, yeah, I went to India. And then you start describing the tenderloin, you you're like... That was just on the way to the airport through the through the tenderloin. you're like, I didn't even get there yet. And then when you get there, you're like, oh, I could have just stayed in the Tenderloin. And also the I like the flip in the I think the, uh, the idea of like white people going to India for like a yeah. p- pilgrimage, flipping it on its head and like Indian people coming to America for yeah. a, 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 like a pilgrimage, and like all the shitty cultural things that they would like attach themselves to and bring back.
6: Yeah. Uh, I just wanted cause you kept looking at your phone. Do you write out your jokes word for word?
0: Uh, I, I used to do the whole thing and then now I'm trying to like just
5: use kind of bullet
6: points. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all I would say was, yeah, yeah. Just try not to, cause it, it did feel like, I, I think where you're going was good, but you gotta, uh, it, it didn't always feel super natural. Like yeah. you're talking, it felt like you're reciting something that you had memorized word for word. Yeah. So you might want to try like taking the same premises and just. Just going, I'm going to talk about these premises, but just do it as like know where you're going with the punchline, but don't really do the setup word for word yeah. just to make it give it a more natural feel.
7: I, I don't know what, what you want to do with this one, but uh, like I wanted to bring to your attention that 23andMe just added like Indian subdivisions so you can see like what part of India you're from now because they didn't have enough data beforehand, but now they do. So I don't know. You can also feel
3: special. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping knowledge. <laughs> Hot facts. Thank you.
1: Alright, thank you, Vishal. Call. Fish call everyone.
8: Yay. Right, yeah okay.
3: okay,
1: so That's how the joke workshop works. Yay, yeah, everybody's happy. Uh keep paying attention and being awesome for your next comedian. Put your hands together for James Mora. I like stack, back. Nothing back. I
8: ain't holding nothing back I
9: How's it going, everybody? How are we doing? Anyone else pretty drunk right now? All right. Um, this is cool, guys. I've been on a fucking bender, dude. My, anyway, we can do on that. We can talk about this later. Um, have you guys seen the video of the guy getting fucked by the horse? You do You haven't seen it? Couple people. Yeah, Mark has probably watched it about fifteen times. Um, uh, so there's a video. It's called Mr. Hands. Uh, the synopsis. Spoiler alert. For those who plan to watch it, it's a guy getting fucked by horse. Um, It's pretty straightforward. I was watching. I was like, "This is a cool video." You know, I like nature and shit. You know what I mean? Um, It made me feel good. And and then and then I heard the so the guy dies, which is a bummer. You know, and that made me pretty sad to hear that. And I was thinking, what a shitty funeral for his parents. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a rough way for your son to go. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's not the way I'd want. And also eulogizing that dude must have been pretty tough too, you know what I mean? Like Frank was a good boy. Loved the outdoors. Really loved horses, it seems. In the end, he just loved them too much, it appears. Um and sorry, just to continue on this point, not to, you know, beat a dead horse or anything. Um <laughs> I just wonder, did they do like an open casket funeral? Like what was the, you know, what was that like, right? Cause whatever I just wonder I just think whatever face you're making when you're being as fucked to death by horse, I assume it just stays on your face forever, you know? So just, was he just like... Alright, that's the whole, that's the whole of that one. Um... <laughs> Cool, I was uh, I was driving pretty high recently. I was driving back from Sacramento and uh, I was, I, so a song came on that I really liked and I was trying to turn it up on the volume on the left side of the steering wheel, but I was so high that I was actually just turning the cr- cruise control up faster and faster and faster. Uh, but I was too high to realize that, so I just felt myself getting more and more excited. I was like, this song is awesome! <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> do you guys ever think about how there used to be no deodorant? Like, do you guys ever think about that? Like, everyone used to just smell like... Like, the whole world used to just smell like Bart. You guys ever <laughs> think about... Like, you ever you ever think about the fact that Jesus Christ used to just smell like ass? You know? Like, that's actually why we say Jesus Christ like that. Is because at one point, he, like, lifted his arms to, like, do a miracle. And everyone was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, let's fucking... They were like, oh, my God. He was like, Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you smell like shit right now. Um, th- I think that's also why the population was so low, because everyone, people smell too bad to get close enough to each other to fuck, you know what I mean? Like, have you guys ever, my friend, have you ever gone down on your girlfriend right after she gets off of work, it's been like an eight-hour day, it was kind of hot, she was kind of stressed, right? It's a bad if you ever, all i'm saying is if you ever want to lose your boner just imagine going down on a woman in the 1600s you know what i mean like it's a pretty probably a pretty tough situation um all right cool i've i don't give money to white homeless people um what happened where did this go wrong you know what i mean like i feel like, i i feel like for for you to deserve any of my money i deserve an explanation you know because you guys wrote you guys invented capitalism to oppress brown people, so it's like why, like what? And b- black homeless people, I'm I'm out here hooking brothers up. You know what I mean? Like I'm giving twenties out, right? And they can they can fucking smell it on me too. The other day, like uh, <laughs> they can smell it. The other day, I was I was walking by a, a black homeless person, like, hey brother, and I was like, all right. And she's like, yo, let me get five. And I just gave him five dollars. I was like, I don't see. But it's like with white homeless people, it's like. I just turned into like a Fox News host, you know? I'm like, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard, my friend. And, and, and I feel like at this point, like, like, until we figure out this whole reparations thing, white people still owe me money, homeless or not, right? <laughs> so white homeless person is like, let me get some change. I'm like, let me get that 40 acres and a mule, bro. Like, can we talk about that? All right, that's been it. Thank you. Oh,
8: let the always funny
1: James Mora. That was amazing. When you lift your arms it smells like twenty dollar bills. <laughs> I would do a call back to like when people are asking you for money like that you when you walk around they can smell it on you. Yeah. Do like a little call back to the Jesus thing instead of it being that he stunk so bad, it's like you stink of twenties oh, okay. or like a fresh crisp hundreds I just or whatever. Be,
9: I'm like an elitist. Yeah, you smell elitist. Yeah.
10: Hey, uh, thanks for calling me your friend. Um, are you actually on a bender right now?
9: I I am, dude. All oh, right. I started dating this girl and she's insane. Nice. I hope it's going well. I've uh, been on, on a lot of the uppers and the for funeral. the last month. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's what the definition of a bender. Can we edit this out? No.
5: It's <laughs> I'm
9: like on, I'm an on one right now, dude. Just funny games it rewind. The
10: one is there any possibility of you adding, like, uh, like the horse was at the funeral, like this idea of a lover being concerned? Ooh, cons- I really like that, huh? Okay, okay, cool. They invite
9: the horse? Cool. Glad, Glad I, I He to meet the dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's funny, man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Do you think they invited the horse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I loved your son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is his wife, yeah. <laughs> his <laughs> departed, the, 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 yeah. yeah. This is late wife, is yeah. His late wife, like, Barbara per- or something. I don't know. like,
3: making the 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 animal like more human is is literally yeah. par- part of like a huge step or th- theory in comedy.
9: What was the last Triple Crown winner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel remorse? It's like no, I. have that ass up, bro. Sure. <laughs> I've, I've just, you can always bring Not my C-Biscuit, fault. <laughs> you can
1: always bring Sea Biscuit into it. Yeah
3: yeah, 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 that yeah, horse. yeah. Mr. Yeah, Ed. Here's his late wife, Sea yeah. Biscuit. Mr. Ed. Here's was the talking, right? talking, talking horse, horse yeah. but that's kind of like super dated. Yeah, but so dated. is so is so
1: is seats C- like the the Sea Biscuit was that's from the true. 20s or something.
3: Yeah. yeah. This was like the f- most filthy, disgusting set I've ever heard from you oh yeah I, no i loved it like it, it was just I'm, i've changed I, f- I have to take a shower thanks man and that's like a lot from me you know what i mean like me like come on like yeah. that's that's great i think uh talk, like if you if since you're going already going that dirty i would like the dude's ass been just completely like destroyed right it was so yeah, like i mean it you're was, you, you, like it was when you die bad. you shit right well like like he would just literally shit out his entire like everything
1: they think they call it a prolapsed rectum if you want to big
3: Yeah, no that's past prolapse. I think that it was worse imagine. than that. I think he yeah, no, just the, like Have you seen the video? I don't he watch makes porn, a noise. No, I don't
1: make. I don't watch porn. I the knew
3: dude, Mark would have seen porn. the video. <laughs> no, the dude makes a noise. You could tell when he really gets like completely penetrated. You know like Mr. Mr. Hands. Hands. Yeah. yeah, two guys one horse. Yeah. Amazing. Um yeah, you can no, tell No, it's, it's art, really. You
9: can tell when it like the penis like sort of passes, passes the his healthy brain. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, no, dude, it's a fucking horse cock, dude. It's like your forearm, dude. Yes, he, does. Well, he, does, I mean, he dies he, later, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure that was very shortly after. Yeah. I don't even think he probably made that ambulance ride, dog. <laughs> I'm sure
9: during it was some of the most pleasurable moments of his life. You know what I mean? Great. So. Yeah. I think, it's clear tell, the video. <laughs> I think you can kind of I think you can kind of tell. I'm gonna get off the microphone with a certain. <laughs> With a certain thrust I think you can tell It's like This dude's in some trouble Yeah Do we Do we, do we already
4: do like What if the horse Came to the funeral You guys just did that one. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah And uh If like uh The guy's parents Are like you know Like Godfather 1 Like after Sonny dies <laughs> Yeah Look what that horse Did to my boy Yeah <laughs> you know, Something like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I was just thinking with the the homeless uh, guy joke, the white homeless people. Yep. My mind went to like sports or something. I don't know a lot about sports, but there's something there with like you you had like a three one lead or something, and you like blew it. Right?
9: Yeah, know, yeah. What the metaphor is? Yeah. No, if I had more time, I try to do like the short version. Yeah, but if with more time, I I really just go more into how easy it is to be white and not homeless like it's pretty it's actually fairly easy i think <laughs> you know just do anything <laughs> like yeah. <laughs>
6: for the uh, for the homeless thing, I think you should call the guy White Devil. What? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just funny to call a homeless man that. <laughs> White. Already de- <yeah>, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. down and out. Um, and for the Jesus thing, you said shit. I'm
9: wearing above. Jordans or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
6: but, and then I think you should uh, for the uh, the Jesus thing. You said shit at some point. But you should say holy shit. Um. Yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then finally, for uh, uh, mis- the Mr. Hands thing, have you? this is kind of unrelated, but have you seen the Jar in the Butt video? No. It's, it- oh, yes. As far as things in oh, butt videos go. Oh, that's the worst thing I've ever go- seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want more people at the Bay Area Conference to talk about the Jar in the Butt, because <laughs> I don't have any jokes about the Jar in the Butt, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen in it's, my life. It's really
9: terrible, yeah. Charity, you should check this out, too. Oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah a idea. lot of blood. It's
6: Do not put mason jars in your anus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, that's that that bit of advice I would yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Don't fuck horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and what if uh, someone said about uh, Mr. H- like the guy being married? What if What if his wife was like pregnant, and then a few months later she gives birth <laughs> to a pony, and then just <laughs> to a centaur? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Like, what the fuck is it? I like, yeah, he, he looks like not, you, yeah. Not to All beat right. a dead
1: horse, but there's one more thing. Um, Rumi... Oh,
9: thanks. Yeah, I was very br- I was yeah. proud of myself for that uh, one.
1: Rumi wrote a poem in like the 1300s called The Gourd, and it's literally about a rich woman who has sex with a donkey, but she uses this gourd, and her servant lady watches her through... It's a poem that Rumi wrote, and a servant girl watches her through, through this window, but doesn't see the gourd and then dies because she fucks the donkey. And the moral of the story is use see everything before you you try something, know what's really going on. But it was, it was a poem written in the 1300s.
9: Just Yeah. So she for, she, she fucked the donkey and also died?
1: No, no, because the, the servant girl did because the woman fucked the donkey all the time but she used the gourd so it wouldn't penetrate, it wouldn't eviscerate her because she put this thing, this hollowed out gourd between oh, okay. her and the donkey. So it was sort of like a, a, like barrier. a barrier. Like a shield. Yeah. yeah, like a shield.
9: Damn, dude. Two, wrap two it up. So I guess if you're going to fuck a, a beast, like wrap it up. It's right, like, that was the, the message I think, the, exactly. The, and like the perspective of the horse, like the horse like, what, I'm not going to d- Go
4: all the way in? Like you know, going me lead me on like that, you know? There's no just the tip with a horse. Yeah.
9: It's, yeah, it's all the way. Yeah. About to get this ass, dog. All right, on
5: the Everybody, that James
9: <laughs> <Mora>. <laughs> that ain't <right>. oh!
1: Wow. <laughs> your next comedian. Put your hands together. For Aaron Yaba dabadoo
8: Yeah.
11: Uh, just to preface I also have a joke about getting shit on but I don't enjoy it in the joke and it's not good luck so figure it out if whatever Uh, yeah I got out of a long relationship recently and uh, to get over it I did what everybody else should do which is fuck one of their friends it really makes the grieving process a lot shorter. Um, And I've realized recently that being alone is really not that bad. Like, there's a lot of things that are way worse than being alone, like getting raped. Like, I'm sure if you're getting raped, you probably would much prefer to be alone. Or like, if you're getting shit on by another person and you don't pay for it. Like, I'm sure some people are into that, but I'm not into that. And if you're not into it, I don't really know how you get into that kind of situation. Like, maybe you lost a bet. It's like, oh, how about I bet you that my team beats your team? And it's like, well, I don't have any money. It's like, okay, well, how about if you lose, I drop a log on you. It's like, yeah, I'll take that bet. Let's fucking do it. Just watching this sports game, whatever fucking game it is. And it just slowly becomes apparent that you're gonna lose this bet. The other person's just fucking eating Indian food and drinking coffee. It's like, oh no. This person's gonna drop a big steamy on me. I'd much rather be alone than this. Yeah uh it's been i've been putting myself out there and it's been pretty weird uh being alone Uh, but it's been fun um like i uh i was like just drinking and crying in my beer or whatever and i met this lesbian couple and uh (laughs) they were really supportive of me they were trying to take care of me and they're like oh you're so sweet and it was last call and they're like why don't you just come over to our place And we're going to take ecstasy and drink whiskey. And I was like, wow, I'd love that. This is amazing. I don't really have a punchline for this, but this has actually happened. Like we went over to their place and they were braiding my hair and we took ecstasy and we were watching Game of Thrones. And I was like, man, yeah, fuck that ex-girlfriend. I mean, yeah, I should have wrote this out better. Uh, have you ever done cocaine and thought, yeah, I'm definitely fluent in Spanish. (laughs) I went to this after hours place, um, and it was just like totally shady. It was just like all Asians and like Mexicans smoking inside and gambling and clearly selling drugs. And, uh, I just did a fat line of wrestling powder and uh I just thought to myself, yo hablo español. All of a sudden I was talking about Liga Mexicano. I don't even know, watch soccer, but one time I got a backpack that said Cruz Azul on it, so I picked their side and I was like, "Yeah, Pumas, Hotos, Tigres, Bendejos, all right?" And by the end of the night, fucking degree in Espanol. All right, yeah, that was stupid. All right, thank you. Erin
1: Lewis, everyone. Yay.
11: I just want to say I really like your rape
9: joke. It's probably always going to bomb, but for just, I'm a fan. So just yeah, maybe keep doing I don't know.
7: <laughs> how how, probably, bra- how yeah. brave, brave of you. How brave of you to do a rape joke. Don't change
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot of funny stuff in there tonight. You're, you ended really strong. You had a lot of... you. I haven't seen you in a, I haven't seen you in a long time, and I feel like you've improved vastly.
11: I what wrote all job? that, like, today. Well, like, there. that's
1: great. I don't know what wrestling powder is. I'm assuming it's cocaine, but...
7: Oh, yeah. Like yeah, wrestling powder. I, yeah,
11: it was cocaine. Oh. Yeah, I, I just thought that was, like, a funny funny thing it just b- to f- refer to cocaine as wrestling powder it just so
1: true. Yeah. you can do an act out after it oh yeah. can you smell what the i just sniffed in my yeah. nose
7: <laughs> oh. so i thought you had some good stuff in there about like both ecstasy and cocaine but like you know if you could like compare and contrast like it was there it just wasn't like put together like on one of them you're like braiding hair with lesbians or whatever and the other one you're like fighting people or like speaking Spanish like (laughs) how those drugs interact or like how they're different was was something I think about a lot so
11: (laughs) any other comment? did um did my getting shit on joke step on anybody else's toes do you think no no okay good I just like the idea that like I make a bet with somebody that I don't have money and then it's just like well someone's getting shit on like I don't know I, it made me laugh but clearly no one else but
1: everybody poops. Yeah. Put your hands together for Aaron Lewis. Down
8: and you know what to
1: Yay! All right, moving right along. A name I've never said before. Clap your hands wildly for AJ Tripathi.
7: Uh, close close enough. Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thanks for coming to listen to me talk. Um, this is a lot cheaper than therapy, and uh, like Sergio, who I think just stepped out, I also don't have health insurance right now. Um, what else? I uh, also recently got out of a pretty long relationship. It was uh, six and a half years. Um, so she, she said she wanted to be polygamous, and I was like, oh, well, maybe. Like, I could try that. But then I remembered that I don't have health insurance, so, yeah, so it'd be a bad idea, but, uh, maybe, maybe Sergio will hook me up with some, some of his penicillin, uh, in the future. Um, no, like, I think, I think polygamy is cool. I think like the principle in principle, it's a good idea, but like it, it's 2019 and sex is still like v- very, very complicated. Like, uh, I had actually like, like getting emergency contraception is like impossible. Like. I had a scare recently, like, I was going, I was on this date and, like, we went back to her place and, like, it had been, like, six years since I'd had sex, because I just got out of this six-and-a-half-year relationship. Um, and so I was, like, I was just, like, ready to go. And I was, like, well, do you have any condoms? Because I wasn't actually expecting to get that far. Um, and she's, like, sure. And she pulls out just, like, a strip of magnums, and I'm like, oh great, you have my size. Uh, no, actually, I'm terrified. But like again, it, it's been like so long that I'm like, all right, let's give this sh- let's give this a shot. And just like somehow through like sheer like force of will and like just a lot of balance, like I managed to get this thing on. So like, I'm in. You know, it's 30 seconds. I'm out. I'm done. And like I look down, and the condom has come off. I'm like oh my god, this is awful, like, you cannot get pregnant right now, I don't have health insurance. Um, So we kind of, like, go, and, like, if the condom's off and you're not sure it is, like, you kind of have to go fishing, Um, so you just kind of, like, reach in and, like, grab it, and, 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 like, it's fine, but it's, it's a mess, it's, it's everywhere. Um, So, and we have to, like, go to all these different Walgreens, and, like, the pharmacists are just, like, Workers at, at Gap, they're like, "Well, do you have any? Uh, do you have any Plan B?" And they say, uh, "No." And you say, uh, "Well, can you check in the back?" And they say, "No," because they don't have any. So uh, anyway, it turns out like if this happens, you have to go to like the emer- like you can go to the ER and they have it there. And uh, luckily, she had health insurance, so it ended up, it ended up being fine. Um, yeah, so I have been I have been dating a lot. Um, but uh, I, I've realized the secret to online dating. It's um, put a picture of a dog in your profile picture, like, and it, it, it doesn't matter if it's your dog. It, and it's almost better if it isn't, if you're like not looking for commitment, because you just say like, oh, you know, like, I foster puppies. Um, yeah, that's uh, the stuff I wanted to do today. Hey,
1: AJ, how do you say your last name?
7: It's a J. Tripathi.
1: A J. Okay, a J. Tripathi. All right, I just have to put the emphasis on the other syllable. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Um, The first thing that I would worry, I would, um, you have have well-written jokes, and uh, just be cautious of... You're, you have some clicks you say um you click your tongue and you say like a lot and i don't think that you mean to do them you're sort of using them as place setters sort of while you're thinking so i challenge you to listen to this set and next time try not to say like or um or click your tongue and it's hard because then you have to sit with the silence while you're thinking but you can kind of draw a laugh out of that too um oh and it's you kept saying polygamy and i think they call it polyamorous polyamory but there's a joke there there's got to be a joke in there that you think that it's called polygamy and you keep calling it polygamy but it's really polyamory and there's got to be something in there for you Um, and then when you mentioned the fishing, you started with the metaphor, use the whole metaphor. So use your finger, my finger's like a rod and I had to string it with a slimy worm and like I had to, I had to get in there, find the slimy worm, whatever. Like you, you use the word fishing and then you didn't continue using adjectives that would make that metaphor happen. And I feel like that could be very funny, but all the, all of your premises are, are great and unique to you and, and really funny. So yay.
0: Other people. Uh, Two quick thoughts. Uh, I got out of this six year relationship six months ago, so I haven't had sex in six years. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. Uh, My friend gave me some advice. She said, well, this is, yeah, my friend gave me some advice for online dating. She said, your picture should be of a dog, if you want (laughs) a nice self deprecating one.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Other comments?
10: you're pretty good at storytelling um I wasn't I guess I wasn't 100% sure on whether or not certain things were punchlines like yeah yeah so so um uh yeah yeah just that's it
7: like pause more maybe or or
10: yeah yeah (laughs) um I I don't know it's like I always try to just rework ideas as much as possible so yeah thanks
1: Clap your hands together, everyone, for Ajay Trapapi.
8: All
1: right. Thank you guys so much for hanging in. Uh, We are in the second hour. We're getting to it. Uh, To let you guys know, the last two I have on this list in here are Kyle Morrissey and Rafi D. Sussman, but I know there's more out there on that list, so if anybody could kind of like pass that list back. All right. I want to make sure we get everybody in tonight. And right now, clap your hands together for Kyle Morrissey.
10: Thank you. All right, yeah. My name is Kyle, obviously. Um, so three-day weekend, I was hanging out with my uh, my my girlfriend's relatives, and her little cousin showed me a video of the new... showed me a trailer of the new live action Dora the Explorer movie and at the end of the trailer it just says this film is not yet rated (laughs) uh, like who's this movie going to be for Uh, is the MPAA still deciding whether or not that scene where they pull swipers teeth out one by one with pliers is suitable for children under 13 not accompanied by an adult I'm going to go see it Um, but yeah it's a Nice to have a three-day weekend. I was, I was out of town. I was watching my sister graduate from college. Uh, very happy for her. Um, she killed it. She did a great job in college. My college experience was not like hers. Um, she got, like, straight A's. It was a part of, like, societies. I, uh, my, my four years of college were filled with just loneliness, depression, anxiety. Um, so it really bothers me when people say that college is the best four years of your life because, comparatively speaking, college was still the best four years of my life. So um but I'm going to be ba- uh, happy to be back. It was up in Oregon. Flight flight back was terrible. Um happy to be back in San Francisco. I've lived here for a minute. Have you guys ever lived in a city for so long that you just stop believing fire trucks? <laughs> like 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 when an emergency vehicle goes by with its sirens on, are you just like, mm, "I doubt it." Like like where are these where are the fires? Like, like, if there were as many fires as there were fire trucks, like, there would be no city. Um, uh, and don't tell me it's someone who's fallen and can't get up, because there are no more old people in San Francisco. So, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I would like to think that the people who, uh, it, what it is, is the people who, who, you know, lied about having to be gluten-free accidentally did give themselves celiac disease, and are just like, I've eaten two pieces of pizza. It feels like I have radiation poisoning. Uh, anyone here meditate? yeah try to meditate i guess that's sort of the operative word try um yeah i uh, i like i like trying to meditate i do these like guided videos uh, uh like youtube videos online and when i was listening to uh, a man with a very lovely british accent i was like picture all of your thoughts as balloons so i tried that and i ended up in stephen king's it really quickly um it was very scary uh none of the balloons are funny i was like i can't use any of these um I try those like those breathing meditations like breathe in breathe out and um typically i try to do it when i'm short on time so i just play them on 2x speed which isn't very productive i just end up hyperventilating and passing out so um but i need to meditate uh i've been stressed lately you watch the news there's a lot of mass shooters it's always a young white guy so people are always worried about whether or not you're gonna be the next mass shooter. And I feel like that's not totally fair. I'm definitely gonna be a serial killer. Like, 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 because if anything, like, I still need, like, an emotional, intimate connection with my victims. Like, I'm not a monster. Um, so... Yeah, I was, a uh, Someone watching me the other night was like, well, you look like a serial killer. I was like, all right, cool, I'm connecting with the audience. This is great. Um, really fitting into the whole like psychopathic murderer persona up here uh it's a good fit not as good a fit as my neighbor's skin but um okay all right that's enough uh um i saw i saw a trailer for the new there's a new charles manson film coming out and i was like really already like another superhero movie <laughs> like oh gosh um let's see thought i was hearing the music uh yeah, alright. I'm gonna call it there. Thank you very much.
1: Kyle Morrissey has really, really delicate ears because I really I turned up the sub mixer over there, but this one still it bleeds a little bit and you actually heard the bleeding of the sound. So kudos on you, you can still hear. Um, good for you. I was like, Ah, what am I doing? Uh, really funny stuff. One thing, uh, celiac disease is real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like, um, try not to punch down too much on people with real diseases. But I, I get, I know, I get like, I get like when people are like gluten, they say gluten free, and it's like a thing, and vegans are also lame and stuff. But I believe that if you really do have celiac disease and you eat two pieces of pizza, it really does feel like radiation poisoning. <laughs> like it's actually a funny punchline if you're a person with celiac. But if you're not and you're punching down I'm sorry I just came from Portland and Seattle where they are so fucking sensitive (laughs) like it is I'm like I should be a little more sensitive but it's just a thing like because when you're in a room like there are people that actually do suffer from that disease so they you could you could make them sad Because it's, it does suck to like have, it's like so much gas. Like you feel like you're going to explode. Like your whole body just feels like a bomb. Like it's, it's, I've had friends. So not that I'm shaming you and I hate to do that. I'm I'm just only saying it because I just came back from Seattle and everyone is so touchy over that. Like they are crazy.
10: I was just in Oregon too. Um, I can't even believe I came up with that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, no. It's, I mean, it's, it's still like, you just have to think of a way to couch it because it is the line radiation, two pieces of pizza with radiation poisoning is a really funny thing. Like, I don't know. I just don't know how to make it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still, it's good. Like, and the fire truck line was great. That was, that was, I complete that whole thing. I was like, exactly. Like, are they, (laughs)
4: I, I don't remember how you got into the serial killer thing, but if you go from like the Dora trailer to the Manson trailer to the superhero thing and then you can talk about all your serial killer stuff, it could be just like a good
10: w- way to go from one thing to the next. Okay, so. I might want to hear a little bit more about that. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yay! <laughs>
1: Kyle Morrissey, yay! All right, everyone's still hanging in. We're moving along. We have three comics left. Keep being awesome for each other. Put your ends together for Rafi Sussman!
4: Yay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I rode my bicycle here, and boy, is my ass sweaty. It is. It's riding a bicycle now um, to try to be... Uh, mobile, <laughs> it's going to take me an hour and a half to get here on a train and bus. So I rode a bicycle. Uh, it was, it was, it was terrible. It took me, uh, long time to get here. I was thinking about new stuff. It took, me 40, it took me 40 minutes to get here on a bicycle. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking about getting a car now. Pay any amount of money to have dry underwear. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Uh, yeah, it's your, I, the thing I don't, I used to have a car. The thing I don't miss about having a car is traffic. Uh, when you, when you see like the emer- the fire trucks and the police and the whatever paramedics, I always hope someone died in an accident. I just, just to make it worth me waiting five extra minutes. <laughs> it's like someone better be in real pain because I, I left the house too late <laughs> Um, the, uh, the Ninja Turtles made me think getting radicalized was a lot cooler than it actually is. I thought getting radicalized was all skateboards and pizza, but it's not something super different. I don't think Colombian people are lazy, but I do think everything from Colombia makes you more awake like sugar and coffee and cocaine. I love white powders a lot, like sugar and flour and cocaine. Um, salt. <laughs> something There's something there. There's something there. My uncle passed away a few years ago, and uh, I was very sad all the family was like at his house after the funeral you know and i was kind of like looking at his stuff i picked up his harmonica and i blew into it my auntie came into the room because she heard the noise she goes you know i think your uncle would have wanted you to have that harmonica i was like oh auntie i don't know i think he would have wanted me to have his car Pretty sure he left some weed around here somewhere. (laughs) No, it's harmonica's great. Thanks. I uh, graduated from college on Friday. Thank you. I have never felt more like a white man. This is just something I wrote down, but I'll elaborate because I have your attention. I have that real like I can do anything feeling, like I. You know, I can't like play in the WNBA, but maybe the NBA. No, but yeah, just this fucking this like limited, limitless potential. Fucking, I don't know. It's a it's, it's a weird feeling graduating from college. I have no more fucking obligations except to feed and clothe and shelter myself. So that's kind of liberating and cool. And I wish you all the fucking same. Um, I have no other shit I really want to work on, except for last week when I was talking about, uh, something else. Oh, I'm working on this song where it goes, uh, sometimes I feel like sucking a penis, licking the balls and drinking the gum. I don't ever want to feel... Ashamed of being gay. <laughs> Alright, thank you very much.
1: Yay! Rocky says. Yay! And then yay. Oh, wait, let me turn your microphone on. Here you go.
12: Uh wool underwear is not that expensive. Um and okay. And salt salt is a crystal. <laughs>
1: Or like it's more like a meth than a than a cocaine, thank you uh, i would also I would cut to the punch of did you i'd pay because you you said I'd pay any amount of money for dry underwear That was really, really funny, and I'd just get to it faster okay. because it's a really it's a funny punch. And the way you delivered it was like, Really great, and then um, when you're talking about white powders, um, then you brought up white people at the end. I think that there's some misdirect you can do with white power as opposed to powder, like by miss by saying it wrong in some way, maybe like okay. or that I didn't like. I like I like white powders, not white pow white white power, white powders or something like all kinds of white powders, like blah yeah. blah 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 da, blah blah blah.
4: Just there's a lot of them. Cool, thank you for fun,
1: but it was um super funny stuff. Cool. Other
8: Thanks. comments? Cool. It? Thanks. Okay. Yay.
1: Two comics left. Y'all are holding fast. You're doing great. Clap your hands together right now for Ian Levy.
8: Oh,
6: thank you very much. Uh, I met a woman recently. Who told me she was undefeated in thumb wars? Uh, uh, so I said, okay, I challenge you to a thumb war. And she said, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, in that case, I'm undefeated at Muay Thai. Like, what is this? this is bullshit. That's, that's not how that works. You can't just be throwing out that moniker, like, I'm undefeated at thumb wars, but not accepting challengers. Yeah, I don't know. That was dumb. I like, um, I spend most of my free time watching videos on the internet. I watch a lot of videos that are titled social experiments. Have you guys seen videos where people are like social experiments? I I think it's weird for a video that calls itself a social experiment, they're never very scientific. <laughs> like all, every time I watch one, it's like it'll be these two bros and they're like, oh, today for our social experiment, oh, we're gonna throw snakes at the elderly. <laughs> It's like, what is, and then it just cuts to him like swinging a cobra over his head (laughs) in a nursing home Well, some guy's like in a walker like, ah, you know, and then at the end they break it down like, in our analysis, the elderly are reptile bigots, it's like, I don't need to know any of that, you're just torturing old people, (laughs) like, it seems wrong, it seems (laughs) not what Carl Sagan would have wanted, I don't know, I also watch a lot of prank videos, I've learned uh, abuse is legal, as long as you film it and call it a prank. <laughs> as, like, I watched a video where a woman hit her husband in the face with a frying pan. <laughs> and it wasn't even, like, uh, it wasn't even well orchestrated. Like, she walked in, and he was like, hey, where's the TV remote? And she was like, bam! And then just, just smacked him on the side of the head. And the video was titled, like, oh, I pranked Larry. It's like, no, you killed Larry. Like, that is... <laughs> You can't. <laughs> who the fuck is that shit? <laughs> That's not rain. Right. I don't know. I work in a, uh, I work in a cafe, uh, and I found that people never know what they're ordering. Like all the time, they just, they're always come in and they'll try to order something fancy off the menu. They're like, oh, I'd like a flat white, uh, and then every time I just give them a cappuccino. <laughs> and they're always happy a hundred percent of the time they're always like oh thanks this is great and because they, they don't know what they're they just want to sound italian they're like oh grazie and then they drink it there because they don't know I mean, they could say they'll come in and be like oh can i try the chicken shawarma cappuccino boom they're good it doesn't matter <laughs> what they have um, do you guys ever ask yourself the question uh, am i in a cult yeah yeah apparently not it's a good question i don't know it wouldn't take much for me i'll do what you say if you have like a strong jawline it doesn't you know that's my why would god make you beautiful if you weren't supposed to lead me like that's my i don't that's just the way i do it like i like i'm a i'm a vegetarian but i've always been one just because that's how my parents raised me you know my mom just has a strong jawline so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and I don't even really like care about animals or anything, you know, like I'll drop kick a chicken, man I just won't eat it. I'll just fucking, just fucking chickens suck, man. <laughs> I mean, they have talons. No fun animals have talons. No one's ever like, hey, look at that koala. Just watch out for its talons. <laughs> okay, that's all my time. And
8: the kind of girl you read about
1: A perfect set from Ian Levy. Uh, Not a stinker in the bunch. Every single one of them flowed perfectly. They were hilarious. From the social experiments into legal abuse into cappuccinos, into the cult thing, you were completely solid the whole way through. I, it was like a perfect three minutes and thirty seconds. It was what I would use for any competition. It was spot on. Like there are, I can't have, I have nothing to add.
6: Oh, thanks. Oh, really
5: like it. <laughs> right,
1: thanks, guys. It's a really good set. Is that it? Does anybody have anything to say? Anyone? Does anybody else want to compliment him? Because it really was a great fucking set. No. Okay. Ian Levy. <laughs> This is a great fucking set. All right, your last comedian of the night. Thank you guys so much for staying here the whole time. It really makes a difference when people care and listen to each other's jokes and they're supportive. Blah blah blah. Community. Blah, I just came from Portland. Blah, blah, blah. Put your hands together one for your last comedian of the night, Patty Cakes. <laughs>
12: uno momento while I make a donation. Hey, yay! Yeah. And then I do this for good luck. Oh. Ah. I, I put a dollar in an art display. <laughs> so, um, uh, I put my notes in my pocket um, because I don't like to look at them. Dear heavenly father please give me everything i want okay love you too bye um if who's who's watching game of thrones and who doesn't want to be spoiled watching the show you've probably been spoiled um six great seasons and then uh you know what The books aren't even done, okay? And they're never going to be done. He's dead. He's going to die before he finishes because his method for writing, I'm talking about J.R.R. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, that's George R.R. It's very, uh, very, what's up with that guy? Um, uh, You know what? Uh, I finally met someone. Who uses a poop knife. Uh, If you want to know what a poop knife is, ask someone you think is uh, ill. Uh, I'm gonna put that there and then I'm gonna do this. Uh, Do you ever think that you're farting next to your girlfriend or or, uh, do you ever think that you're farting next to your partner in bed? like thinking that you might actually be farting in bed next to your partner. Um, it's a thinker. Um, so I asked, uh, my girlfriend was going to the kitchen and, I, and she asked me, do you want anything? And I said, sure, could you make me some chocolate milk? And she said, well, how do you make that? And I said, well, uh, take a glass. You put about two, um, squirts of Hershey syrup. Um, not Hershey squirts. Um, that, that, that was the hinge of the joke. Uh, I was at the dispensary not 10 minutes ago. It's legal now, Mom. Um, and you either laughed or something funny happened there that you had to be there for. Um an immortal dog Uh, every time the owner dies he gets a new human or she dog Um, does eventually does the dog become the master Um, it was raining and I'm tired of looking at where um, little creatures are on the ground because I care about them Um, Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu, the movie was not aimed at adults, but we are clearly all grown up now. Um, Let's not aim at the original target audience. Let's go for the endless masses. Uh, uh, Something about misfortune of having children, but of course they're all blessings. (laughs) Uh riff. I'm gonna riff for two minutes. No? One minute. Um how long do I have? A I'm done? No riff. You okay. Uh who 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 has friends?
8: <laughs>
12: you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> I'm just asking. Um you've all um most of you stuck around and that's great because no one ever wants to talk about my stuff. Or I just do that well. Thank you. (laughs) Patty cakes,
1: yay! Yay, and then yay. Comments for patty cakes.
2: Charity, cool. Maybe with the poop knife um, joke, Uh, there are probably people who haven't heard about the poop knife don't know that story um and it might be funny if uh you talk about it because it's a weird thing and you talk about how weird it is uh that this guy had in his family this poop knife um and then just go on about how weird it is and then uh mention something really bizarre and equally weird that you personally have that nobody does or that you use
12: okay
1: The the friends joke at the end was really funny. The riffs <laughs> that was really because it was also it felt really real and it was it was very funny. Ian,
6: oh, I'd just say uh, it seemed like you were uh, I, I I said this to someone else, kind of similar. But do you do you work off your like uh, word for word kind of off what you write? Because it seemed like you were pretty focused on what you had written on your phone. Okay. So I I just recommend trying to just do like bullet points or something, just to force you to do it in a more like, kind of naturalistic style. That makes sense. Just kind of have a general gist of what you want to talk about, and then just try talking about, it, and then you'll find on stage you'll kind of the wording will kinda of come to you because mm-hmm. you'll just talk like you're explaining it to someone they, instead of sticking to this rigid like
12: wording that you're looking for. If that makes sense. They are in bullet points, but I kind of memorized how they go. Right.
6: Okay, yeah. That, I mean that, that's okay. I'm just uh, that you might want to try doing it just without your phone on stage at all just to force you because you'll there'll be a couple times where you'll forget exactly what you want but after a while you'll realize you won't need the phone as like a crutch so because you'll if you don't like stop looking at the phone now you'll kind of start to depend on it right so it's just it just helps to uh, you will go through a couple sets that kind of suck because you'll just forget everything you wanted to talk about but you'll get over that at a certain
12: point once you build up that muscle a little bit. Okay, just I, I, a couple I, failures I, under my belt, and then I'll be ready.
1: No, well, it's um, at, for an ex- I did the same thing as an example. There used to be a place called Club 93, and they did a um, open mic on Mondays. And there was a time when I went up, and people were challenging me. I'd been in comedy for about a year and a half, and people were challenging me to do it without my notes. And I was even like, I'd write them on a napkin and put it behind a glass, so that when I was sipping my beer, nobody could see me doing it. It was like it was hidden in the napkin because I'm a genius. I learned it from someone else. I learned it from someone else. But there was a time when I was trying to remove that from myself, and I had to say I completely forgot every single joke I'd ever written and I ended up c- hiding under the beer bar and crying and comedians like it's okay fam. you had to do that like you have to it was awful and it was uncomfortable and I literally cried underneath the bar I was also very drunk but I couldn't remember not one joke not, and I just sat there in front of the microphone and I was like I can't remember not even one joke I don't even I can't even and I just like left it was like a minute after I left and I, and I broke down and people were like no 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 that's good <laughs> like you, but you gotta go through that because it's scary the first time you do it without your notes but then you have to think like it's a fucking open mic at you mutiny radio it's fine none of us this is the place to fall down you know what I mean like cause we're not gonna be like fuck you man we're gonna be like you did it you didn't have notes you know what I mean
12: like, but the whole world is listening at the same time that's,
1: that's true too but you also use a fake name so take this opportunity to like you know use the anonymity and you know, whatever. I think it's great though. I think that you're, you've only done this a couple times and you're doing great. Keep it up. Keep coming back. It's just like AA, keep coming back. <laughs> this has been the Joke Workshop. Thank you guys all for staying to the end. Thank you for donating. Thanks for making this show awesome. Um, I didn't take pictures for Instagram tonight. We have a couple minutes left. Does anybody want to plug shows real quickly um, up at the front mic? any shows that you're currently you're going to be in you're going to be in in the next couple weeks i'm headlining blondies next next week so it's going to be a short joke workshop but
12: it's uh patty cakes again and um i uh i go to the starry plow in berkeley on shattuck every week it's been a year of comedy solid
1: what, what, is, uh, what time is that? What day? I've never been to the Story Plow in Berkeley.
12: It's at 7. 7 on? Tentatively. On what days of the week? Tuesdays.
1: Tuesdays at Open seven. mic
12: for everything. Oh, mixed open mic.
1: Right. So like singer, songwriter, poetry, the whole deal.
12: I, I had a friend who made a peanut butter sandwich on stage.
1: People are actually listening,
12: is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no. There's an there, I There's an literally had a friend who
1: did... No, no, Something. made a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but everybody watched because they're a respectful audience that, like, is there and there oh, to yeah. see weird, cool stuff. Yeah, badass. Yep. Sweet, Starry Plow, Tuesday, 7 o'clock. Rafi
8: has a show
4: hey Rafi Sussman uh, June 14th we're doing a show at Laps on Tap at Albany, in Albany at Ocean View Brewworks. Yeah. it's a great show and it's getting better and uh, it's a fun it's going to be nice weather so it's an outside show and there's a taco truck down the street at Hasitasi so Ocean View Brewworks June 14th 7.30pm the show starts thank you
5: Yay!
1: other shows any other shows Like I said, I'm at Blondie's next Monday, and it's going to be a shortened joke workshop because that ends, because that starts early or something like that. And I'm trying to think every Friday, Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse, super fun. It's really great. We have four open mics a week now here at Mutiny Radio Mondays and Fridays from 6 to 8, and Saturdays and Sundays from 4 to 6. Please come to any and all of them. And, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say. Thanks, thanks so much for being here and supporting Mutiny Radio and each other, and uh, have great sets for the rest of the week. Yay!
5: ha will be
1: This do anything? It's just an effect on it, but I don't really hear any difference. Do I hear an effect? Nope, 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 nope,
10: don't think so. La 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 la
5: la la
8: I'm going I, I, I... for we'll the
13: School, a podcast about Monday nights held
8: FM has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg lego
13: Hey, uh, this is gonna be a different little edition of the Art of East today. Uh, our hearts go out to Gabriela uh, Cunha. She had uh, to go to the hospital today, uh, so that's why she's not here today to host. Uh, but we're gonna get started in a little bit and stuff. Uh, at the same time, we're still gonna be doing our things. But our wishes go out to her for getting better, so we, we can do something next week. Uh, but until then, we're gonna be hanging out here at Mutiny Radio, and we're gonna be doing it right. We're getting a little open mic going, and then a little Q and A with some of these guys too. back it up for you. You just can't see it because of this whole radio thing. But we hear you.
12: beer
8: i make
13: Sunday y'all it's a Sunday make some noise right now you're in the studio right now make some noise right now you're in the studio thank you so much y'all for coming out today you could have been anywhere else uh maybe possibly crying your pillow but you said no I'm gonna come out tonight I'm gonna tell some jokes try and make some people laugh try and change this world from within uh where that within begins we don't know but what we do know is that our first comedian tonight uh this guy's I believe it's his first time being here I don't know if, if it's his first time ever for mutiny radio and stuff uh but if anything uh please uh give a big round of applause for the one and only cody abe
14: what's up how's everybody doing uh first time at this specific mic uh yeah just never really uh wanted to come out into the mission on a sunday <laughs> But you know, nothing better to do today, so <laughs> this is where I am. <laughs> okay, let's put this down. All right, <clears throat> all right. So um, so uh, got a new job recently. Uh, it's nice, but it's in the city, and I currently live uh in the East space so that means I have to take um take BART every day and uh, if there's one thing that I've learned that I hate about BART more than anything else is that I can't wear the same pair of pants more than like three times (laughs) because for some reason they chose the most scent porous fabric material to use for their upholstery I don't know why well no it's completely unacceptable first of all second of all completely expected right because uh they're not uncomfortable, right? <laughs> like, like they're pretty—they're pretty comfortable. But it's the fact that you're sitting in the like your your pants are basically absorbing hundreds, if not thousands, of previous butts that have sit, sat there. You know, some with IBS, some with actual—you know—like sh- anal leakage. Like you don't even know. <laughs> like fuck, I'm not even recording. God damn it! Hold on. That was good. God fucking damn it. I was riffing too. Fuck. <laughs> Oh yeah it does But I want to listen to it Like Like right after uh,
13: You can actually
14: What? You can actually Oh can you? Okay Yeah, yeah, yeah. so You like, you good Dude I Every time to- Like I okay, I, never, I just never thought about that Like I'm at mutiny <laughs> Been here I've actually That's not a lie I've been here multiple times before I never thought about listening to the podcast <laughs> um, I'm a fucking idiot Maybe that's why I'm taking part every day <laughs> Uh fuck. What was I gonna that was just like a that was a that was a guttural instinct that I just had for not recording. I I guess I don't wanna I don't wanna blame Mutiny, but it's mutiny's fault. Uh no. What else? Oh yeah, so fucking Bart, right? People like people are disgusting on Bart, but I think the most like, you know, you got I've seen it all, right? You got a crackhead, you got somebody possibly pissing in the corner maybe. Somehow Like in that back area But the the worst thing I think That I see on BART Every day Is people putting their hands Straight to their face Like what Like Like how are you gonna do that Knowing that all the other shit Like that's legacy disgusting You know like you're. It's disgusting because of all the shit That came before it It's like um, <laughs> I'll find a I'm trying I, I, I wrote that on the way here And I'm trying to find, I was trying to think of a um so like a like a metaphor that was good for it but i'll get it later Fuck it, i'll get it later i'll figure it out um oh yeah so uh so uh let's go into my shit that i wanted also uh how, how much time is it again um uh, right now some you guys say you got some time man go ahead be you man be okay you. okay so we'll run through this shit okay so uh I lost my dad at the age of six, but then I found him (laughs) blowing cocaine into a stripper's asshole. I was shocked. I said, Dad, how could you be such a bad influence on me, your one and only son? He said, Cody, please don't tell your mother we started without her. (laughs) Uh, And as he finished, applying the Charlie into her chocolate factory, he told me that, uh, son, please don't do as I say, or d- please do as I say, not as I do. And I get over here and hold this bag, uh, this eight ball for me. As a, I need somebody to fucking help. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, none of that actually happened. I just uh, created that story in my head because that's how I know my father would want me to remember him. Uh, I don't know, I was pretty young. Might have been one of those things that you kind of just make up in your head. Well, I don't fucking know. Anyway, but so that means I grew up with like a, like a, my, my, it was just me and my mom and my sister and my grandma grew up in a house of women. I grew up with my mom. She raised us very well. Um, she's in fact, she, uh, recently actually, uh, just joined my grandmother in retirement. Um, she just retired uh, congratulations to her but you know what that means that just means that uh, my monthly stipend is now bi-monthly that's all that means <laughs> um, is that?
15: Uh, I can't even
14: read my own handwriting uh, let's, let's hop back onto Let's hop back onto Bart Both meta- metaphorically and uh, Literally I'm gonna go fucking catch Bart Um uh, I may have seen Literally the worst person hop on Bart Yesterday it was this guy Uh First of all this guy was a dick You know like you could just tell That he was a dick Not because of uh What he did but what he just looked like Like um I don't I, you can picture whoever you think is a dick in your head. Anyway, so this guy was a dick because he he um he just did one of the most asshole things by just leave his friend behind on Bart. He he was running with his bike and he ran in he I, and he yelled behind him. Yeah, uh get on get on get on and then he they they didn't get on and he didn't, he had a bike, so he could have literally held his bike in the door and had it close on the bike. But no, he took his bike in, saw the person running toward the door and didn't do anything. And then he just yelled, next station, get to the next station. And you could tell that this person, like you, the, the cluelessness on that person's face was such that they weren't from here. Like you could just tell, I also could tell because he was using WhatsApp to communicate with her like, she was foreign. Like, like, that's fucked up. Like, you left your foreign friend at a BART station and told him to go to the next stop. When the next, when I was on the Antioch train, and the next one was a Dublin Pleasanton train. So that's, um, not going to the same place, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not going to the same place. Well, fuck that guy. Uh, hope he didn't get laid that night because it was a male and a female situation. I hope if they were married that he was divorced. No, I don't. <laughs> hope that. Actually, I do because he kind of. Oh, the worst part was that he he was talking like he made friends on on the the train, and uh, he made friends on the train, and he was talking to them like it was her fucking fault. Like what? Like obviously. <laughs> Like obviously she didn't know where she was going because he had to tell her next stop. Like obviously that's true. But but like you know, he was like he was like he did the thing where he like looked like mad that she didn't know that what she was doing and I'm just rambling on about this like ridiculous fucking asshole that I saw in BART. Alright, I'm, I'm, my time is done. Thank you
13: for having me, Mutiny Radio. Yeah, alright, Cody. You can check out Cody making friends at BART stations all across the Bay, y'all. <laughs> not, not only that, I look forward to the family holidays at the strip club. I appreciate that. Hello, hello. Alright, we're gonna keep it going. Uh, your next uh, comedian, this guy's been coming through here a little bit. Um, we're glad he's here hanging out again. Everyone, put your hands together for the one and only Ryan Scooley! Hey.
16: I will finish donating in the bucket later. Hey, Mutiny, how we doing? We doing alright. We're we're fucking we're fucking here. I'm gonna grab a chair so I can put my notebook and reference it. Cause this is gonna be a loose fucking this is gonna be a stare at the notebook set, guys. This is not gonna be not gonna be a uh, a worked out one. Um oh yeah we'll do this. I was gonna take the stool, but he was faster. So we're, we're going with actual chair this time, guys. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I just realized this place had a, had a disco ball. I've been here like 10 times, I never noticed that. Uh, yeah, man, I used to I used to think I was like a pretty generic, you know, generic looking, blended in with the crowd, white dude, didn't really stand out that much. Uh, that was until a little while ago, uh, a buddy of mine, we were hanging out in open mic and he informed me that I look like a vegan Wolverine. That's <laughs> apparently what I look like, which is not, I don't know, it, it didn't sound like a compliment. I tried to spin it like one. I was just like, oh man, you mean I look uh, I look healthy? And he's like, I mean, you look thinner than the people you're trying to save. That's what I mean. <laughs> not, not, uh, not a compliment. I think though, like if you are, if you're a vegan Wolverine, like, there, there are levels of, like, of the thing where, like, if you're a vegan Wolverine, that means you're, like, one man bun away from being a yoga instructor Wolverine, and that's, I don't know. My aunt's a yoga instructor. She, It's funny, she she just got into yoga, like, a couple of years ago, and I think she wanted to get into comedy, too. She was like, oh, I see Ryan doing stand-up, uh, uh, uh should I, should I do start doing yoga, or uh, I like comedy, should I start doing stand-up? And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're thinking about getting into two things, one of them is comedy and the other one is yoga, you should get into yoga, do not. <laughs> <laughs> if you are seriously thinking like, yoga might be for me, but comedy might also be for me, no, it's not, it's stick with the yoga, get all flexible. You do not want to <laughs> go through the shit that you have to go through for this. I uh, I just moved here, man. I just moved to San Francisco pretty recently. Um, yeah, yeah. This 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 is a tough city to move to. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It was it was rough. Those first I'm settling in now. Settling in. Those first few months were pretty pretty rough, you know, was a little depressed. It's a, it's a filthy fucking city. It's, 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 it's there's there's no, nothing to prepare you for the level of grossness. Like I remember I, I had just moved here, I was a couple months in, I saw the most San Francisco thing I'd ever seen to that point. I saw shit that was on the sidewalk that was clearly, clearly produced by one human, then stepped in and slipped on by another human. If I were to make a movie about what it is to move to San Francisco, that would be the trailer right there. That would be the poster. It's fucking gross, you know? <laughs> I never, never saw that in Long Beach. Um, <laughs> I, I'll say this though, that was like the turning point for me moving to San Francisco. That was when things started to turn around to look up for me. Like I started to embrace the city more. Like when I saw that <laughs> that slipped in pile of shit like It made me smile, man. Like, I took a picture of it. I look at it sometimes to cheer me up. Because every time I see it... (laughs) Yeah. Every time I I see that literal shit, I know for one moment of one day, somebody hated their life in this city more than I do. And that's... (laughs) You like, dude. That guy had like the worst fucking day when that happened. When he fucking slipped, cause like, it's not like it's not over. It's not like you just go walk walk back to your house. Like you're in the middle. It was like on Market Street. You're in the middle of the fucking city. You have to you have to take a Bart to get home. You're not you're not driving your own car with that shit. Even if you did drive, you're you're taking Bart. You're not, and you're definitely not taking a Lyft. (laughs) That shit that will tank your Lyft score like nothing else. Like have to get into that lift chair and explain like I know I know what this looks like but let me just assure you this is not mine like that's you can't fucking (laughs) can't say that I like to um whenever I meet somebody that I, I really don't like here I like to imagine that it was them slipping in that shit like that's that's like my little. Re- that's my revenge fantasy, you know. I thought, I thought there was gonna be more to riff on there, but um. <laughs> 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 Writing on stage always seems like a great idea until I'm on stage, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um. I don't like. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm out here. I'm chasing my dreams. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to make it happen. Uh, the The deeper into comedy I get, the less I like inspirational quotes' something I've found you know like the more <laughs> the more <laughs> depressing they they seem to me because all they're always all the inspirational quotes out there they're always about like starting your dreams, like getting started following your dreams, going after it they don't cover step two at all like you get knee deep and then there's no feedback like there's no there's no motivational quote they're all like start following your dreams they don't they don't mention that you won't be able to pay rent for 12 years that's not covered in any of these it's always shit like uh yeah you know do what you love you'll never work a day in your life and they don't mention it's because no one's gonna pay you for a very long time Here's my least favorite inspirational quote though. The one that pisses me off the most, it's the Wayne Gretzky quote, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Which at first, you know, fires you up, you know? Makes you want to take some fucking shots, right? Go out there, try some new jokes, write on stage, whatever the fuck. Then the more you think about it, you're like, what's worse than uh, missing 100% of the shots you don't take? Taking a hundred shots and missing all of them—that's, dude. The only reason Gretzky got away with saying that was because he was really good at hockey. Like, could you imagine, like, a, if Gretzky was dog shit at hockey and <laughs> and and he tried to tell you, like, yeah, you missed a hundred percent, you missed a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, slap shot, wide left. It's just like, no, you're not gonna listen to him. You're not. And he was so athletically gay. He was not just like a guy who did hockey on the side he was like one of the best hockey players like day one he he was probably like at least a standout in his like you know the the bitty hockey league or whatever the the middle school hockey like uh he was he was naturally good at it you know so he it it helped him a little bit and good at it in a way that most people i feel like could never relate to with anything you know that's it's not a relatable thing Gretzky telling you to take more shots and to follow your dreams is like Jeff Bezos telling you to buy more Ferraris you know it's like it's <laughs> there's no way you can relate to that as a, all right that's my time guys thanks
13: oh uh, yeah everyone up for Ryan you can catch the vegan Wolverine opening his yoga studio and giving motivational tech talks in the next month or so yeah we appreciate him hanging out again uh we're going to keep this show going uh the show is, uh, which also, by the way, I want to give a little quick shout out again to Carolea Cunha. She's uh, having some, she's typically the like the host of the show, but we're holding it down for her, and uh, we're going to keep it going. And the next person who's going to help hold it down is uh, the one, the only, Darren Busey
17: I like gardening because, well, just look at me. I I put on those cargo shorts, they look nice and beige. You know, no one gives gives a shit what I look like at my age. Uh, So I put on the cargo shorts, nice and beige, not remotely shaped like the human body. Hell yeah, surrender looks good on me. This guy knows what I'm talking about. You look like you know a lot about giving up. Cool, how about later we go to Costco and talk fashion? My daughter has always been into dance and pop stars. All through her teen, she'd want to show me the latest moves she saw online. Daddy, daddy, come look, I saw Cardi B do this. Oh, oh, fuck, not again. Uh, Excellent footwork, dear. I I know you've been twerking hard. I mean, working hard on your footwork. My son, on the other hand, he's pretty quiet. He likes to skateboard. I never worried about him until he fell at the skate park and got a concussion. All this time, I was worried about the wrong kid grinding the rail. Uh, I also like going to the farmer's market. Big shock there. Uh, I especially like pomegranates. By the time I'm done with one of those bad boys, my kitchen looks like The Shining. Hell yeah, I'm full of excitement. I used to eat the seeds whole, like nature intended, then I found out what it feels like to give birth to a porcupine. Uh, my daughter, same daughter Paula, She she's into the ripped jean look. When it was a gash or two, I was fine. But I've, I had to say something when she walked out the door looking like Freddy Krueger's scratching post. Uh, she's just, she was pissed. Like, uh, you're not the boss of me. I can do what I want. And she's right. She doesn't need me to tell her what to wear or when to put on sunscreen. Yeah, that's right. This summer, she's rocking a full-on Morse code sunburn. Reads all the way down. You were right, Dad. My cousin Alan, um his life was getting away from him. He lost his job. Uh, he had a couple of arrests for drunk driving. But we and the family, we all kind of got together, got him some help. He's working again, uh, driving a street sweeper. It's great, because no one suspects a thing. He can just swerve all the way down the road. No one gives a shit. Oh, there was no car, back, car parked back there? Maybe there used to be. You don't know. And, hey, the medians need love, too. Some of them haven't been polished for decades. My... Um, Uh, oh yes, the Me Too era is upon us, which means people are being held accountable for their past actions, and that means we have to talk about the time I had my wisdom teeth removed. I was 15, and the meds were at full effect. The nurse leaned over me to grab something, and so did I. Both hands, regrettably solid technique. Uh, I don't even remember this because of the pills. I only know it happened thanks to the principal witness, which was my mom smooth. And according to mom, the nurse simply responded with, you'd be surprised how often that happens. Yep, that was the 80s. Just feathered hair and gropey adolescence. Welcome to hell. Um, But uh, thankfully times have changed and so have I. Ever since the day I walked out of that office I've been a gentleman. Proof that getting men to behave themselves is like pulling teeth. Uh, I was also a gentleman even in college. I met my wife, Susan, when we were at UC Berkeley back in the year 19, none of your fucking business. We were, we were, we were 19 years old. I was so young. In fact, um, I'd only had sex on four occasions before I met Susan. That's so few I can recount them all with one hand. That's not quite right. I'm actually left-handed. Oh yeah, that, that, that feels much better. Back when I was at Cal, uh, I had this partner for a circuit lab named Lexi. She was from uh, New Orleans. She was brilliant, and she was gorgeous. And my wife got a little jealous. I mean, my then-girlfriend, now wife. And, uh, but there was nothing going on. Um, She kind of believed me, but she really didn't relax until she saw Lexi's boyfriend. Talk about outgunned. Dude looked like Keanu Reeves, except with green eyes and a soul. Uh, What do we got here? Oh yeah, Uh, I was never going to be able to be a player too nice, too loyal, like a little puppy dog, less furry nowadays. Um, I play poker occasionally. Uh, I'm okay, I'm a pretty good player. Um, But um, there's a few women I cross paths with, serious players, and they have this nice trick where they wear these low-cut tops to distract their male opponents, because most men are pigs. But I, I'm a gentleman which means I know how to make respectful eye contact, right? And as my chips were slowly draining away from me, I realized that the last thing I should be doing when up against superior players is staring them right in the eye. (laughs) They can see straight through me. Um, One last thing. Uh, As I started dabbling in comedy, I've heard a lot of interviews with the pros. They say that you have to, um, you need, to find out if you're any good, you need 10 years of experience at comedy. Really? Like the doctor who did my vasectomy only had five. You telling me he's only halfway to making a good dick joke about whittling old hickory here? Yeah, that joke's gonna kill in eight years. All right, that's my time. Thank you very much. That
13: was uh, tips from the comic himself right there, y'all. How to make it right there. We're gonna keep on making it your next comedian. Oh, I'm glad he's hanging out. Haven't seen him in a while. Thank you for the papusa good man. Give it up for Elio Oponte.
15: I know you guys cannot see this, but I'm waddling up on stage, and it's just because I'm high. There you go. We got brought everybody up to speed. And I've been doing this research, and every time you listen to to some information that's 6,000 years old, you feel like you're the first guy on the phone playing the game Telephone. I'm on the phone like, how am I supposed to tell this to the next motherfucker, dude? Like, I'm gonna smoke a boat. (laughs) Like, I'm gonna take a month to figure this out. When we play Telephone, like, we usually get it to the end and you're like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) Like, So many people went through it. Like, everybody's adding their own bullshit or whatever, their own point of view, you know? (laughs) It's like, killing is bad, then he goes to a killer and he's like, well, killing is good. Tells the next guy, "It's like, killing is good. They're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) My tummy is here, like, what the fuck? So I'm the first guy on the phone, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I do fart jokes, like, what? You know? For real, my farts are so strong, dude. I can turn a gay guy into a straight guy, like, that's strong. I have the motherfucker reading the Bible after he smells one of my farts. He's like, oh, everything's going to come back to him. (sighs) Fuck. (sighs) What is it called? Natural instincts? That's just going to kick right in. It's going to be like, motherfucker, wake the fuck up. (laughs) That's how strong my farts are. And I smell my farts every morning. So every morning I'm like, yep, yep, okay. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm good. (laughs) I'm, I'm good. Fuck. I drive with the... I found a pound of weed in my car, and it's not for money or for to sell. It's just for the thrill, you know. Every time I get a cop behind me, I'm like, "Oh shit, dude, <laughs> I'm getting deported." <laughs> I <Like>, fuck, <laughs> fuck jail, dude. Jail, you get like a meal and shit. Like where I'm come from, that is not, uh, no, you not get, you don't get a meal. That shit is not like written down. What? You get food? Fuck you. We're trying to get our own food. That's how it works in my country. I'm from Venezuela. If you ever wonder what it's like to lose 99.9999% of the value of your money, being there, done that, it's not fun. But that's why I'm speaking to you in my second fucking language, you know what I mean? I wish I could be doing this in Spanish, but it is what it is. But I love it out here, though. I'm lucky. This is like Disneyland, dude. I can walk out of here right now. I can buy a steak and I can buy ice cream. And I can put the ice cream on top of the steak and nobody will tell me nothing. That's freedom. I don't know, that's what we're trying to preserve here. But I'm on the phone, and it's this fucking 6,000 year old dude, like dropping knowledge, and I'm like, dude, I'm not ready for this. You know, like, I just wanna play. I'm waiting for the new PlayStation, you know? People ask me, why do you like Bush so much? He bought me a PlayStation, like, he's a good guy. (laughs) Remember back in the day, like 2005, where he gave everybody 400 bucks? I got my check. I bought a PlayStation, my brother bought a PlayStation, it was fucking great. We just bought two PlayStations. You know how much money, all that, he was trying to pump money into the economy, he ended up pumping into Sony's (laughs) in Japan, (laughs) and they sold out a fucking PlayStation. They're like, dude, we got a fucking, we got an industry going on here, fucking backed by the U.S. government. (laughs) Fuck. Kind of like like the people in Norway. You know, they always are used as an example. When you're talking to some fucking socialists or some bullshit like that. And they're like, oh, what about Norway? You know, they're socialists. They're chilling. It's like, I don't know if you heard, but we, America pays their national security. They're like a mistress that we have. I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I don't have, a, I don't have to work. And we're like, fuck, this bitch wants to go to Vegas again? Fuck. Okay, get the plane, you know. And she's like, da da da, you know, oh, I got money, everything is great. Like, dude, we're paying for this shit. Like, get the limo, fuck. You know what I mean? We don't even use the limo. We just drive the fucker. Anyhow, that's when, whenever they bring up the Norway people or whatever, nice people. And it's not, a, it's not, it's about the politicians, you know what I mean? People are people, I'm just rambling now, what the fuck, dude. I'm just still thinking about this call that I got, and it's like, dude, what the fuck? You know, so I'm processing that. Um, you know... Yeah, I talk about the dry wood with we. When I was a little kid, I used to hold my breath underwater, just like practice. You know, I, I'm pretty sure everybody here has tried that, right? And you never know what you're gonna use this for. But as I'm pulling up in the intersection and I just took the drag of a of a bong, and a couple's next to me, I realize this is what I've been training for. <laughs> so now I gotta hold the breath, my breath. And it's a fact up intersection. It's in Sloth and 19th Avenue in the sunset. It's one of the longest lights in the city. Don't, don't, don't ask me how I know. It's a long light. <laughs> <laughs> so just holding my breath, looking at the cops, and I'm like, trying to act bored, you know, but I'm like, dude, my best poker face. I've been playing poker for 40 years. So I'm like, this is the, high. I'm all in right now, and I'm bluffing. And I don't want to get cold, <laughs> if I get called I'm out of the tournament. <laughs> out of the tournament, I mean the country again. <laughs> it's a high stakes poker, every day. How about that, fuck. That's how I got to get my thrills, that's why I'm doing this. You think I'm doing this for what? It's for the fucking thrill, dude. Anyhow, gosh, what I can tell you about. <sighs> what do you guys wanna want to talk about? But you guys want to hear about the book, for example, a 6,000-year-old book. What do you wonder? What is the question that comes out of your your mind? Who wrote it? it? Enoch, he wrote it. And uh, yeah, he, he saw a bunch of shit. At one point, Azazel, which is the leader of the fallen angels, he's not Lucifer. That's just one of the angels. They made a petition and they gave it to Enoch. So that Enoch could take it up to God. And Enoch did it. And to listen to the answer is like, okay. <laughs> Every time he drops the answer is like, it's a drop mic, you know? People fake that here, everybody says like, oh I like apples, and they drop the bike, you're like, What you're dropping the bike or dropping apples? <laughs> what the fuck? But he said, Tell them that they should be petitioning for man and not man petitioning for them. It's like okay.
11: When
15: he came back, he's like, no, no, not good. You know, you guys are fuck. So if you guys are out there listening to the radio right now, know this: TikTok, TikTok, motherfuckers. That's all I'm saying. People are wondering like, what's gonna happen in Venezuela? Who's gonna get rid of the dictatorship?